church everybody yay we're back we're excited and we are here with our new episode everyone is so excited to hear i know you have been waiting on the edge of your seats waiting to hear what we have to say on this good episode this week once again sonia dion this is the something like church podcast and we are getting ready to get started and welcome everyone in to the podcast this week. Uh, I do want to make sure I got a couple of, um, you know, I'm just feeling like people might think I'm a little too churchy. I don't know that I'm a little churchy. I, I don't know. Maybe you feeling like I'm real too, I'm like I'm too saved, right? Like maybe I might be like too saved. So I want to give the saints. You know, I, I, I do come from the sanctified church. Everybody don't come from the sanctified church. Everybody didn't come up in the apostolic way. Now, I grew up Baptist, but I was trained under the apostolic church. So, everybody didn't come up like that. So, I'm going to go ahead on and give space for the William Murphy anointing to come through on this episode. So, um, I'm going to go ahead on... And let the William Murphy catch it, catch it, anointing come in. So if you feel like you are in that category, then I'm going to just um, let you go ahead on. And we're going to make space for you. All right. You ready? Y'all ready? If you got that anointing, if you got that anointing, come on. We're not going to... Um, um, what did he do for the new year? How did he say he, he was going to go into the new year? I can't even think about it. But we're not getting ready to do that. We're not getting ready to do that. Um, did he lean with it? Rock with it? I can't remember. How did he go into the new year? It'll come back to me. Um, but we're getting ready to um, to give you space. Right? You ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Here we go. Everybody, This is for everybody with the William Murphy anointed. If, if you don't have it, then you wait to come in. We're opening up the doors early for these people so that they can come in. We're not doing it at the end. Oh, they walked it out. They walked it out. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. They walked out the new year. They walked out the old year and walked into the new year. So we giving space for you right now. You ready? For those people. And we're not going to wait to the end because usually those people that like to walk it out going to walk it out. <laughs> They're going to walk it out of the podcast before the podcast is over. So we're not going to walk. We're not going to do the William Murphy at the at the end of the podcast. We're going to bring them in at the beginning and give them the whole floor because they need actually, you know, and I'm not sure if your sanctuary pews are bolted down. If they are, you need to get in the aisle and find you a, 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 a space in the aisle. If, if you are able to move your seats, go ahead on and get 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 that. I'm going to give you like two seconds to move your seat, get your space. We ready? 
We ready? Drop down low and sweep the flow with it. Drop, drop down low and sweep the flow with it. Drop, drop, drop down low and sweep the flow with it. Drop, drop down low and sweep the flow with it. Oh, do the uh-oh, do the uh-oh, hey. Uh-oh, 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 I do the uh-oh, do the uh-oh, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, no, no, they patch your weave, ladies, uh-uh, patch your weave, ladies, no, 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 patch your weave, ladies, pat, pat, patch your weave, ladies, tick-tock, a tick-tick fight, wait, tick-tick-tick-tick-tick fight, mmm, now tick-fight, tick-fight, tick-tick-tick-tick, Tick fight. Oh, pose for the camera now. Click, flick, flick, flick. Pose for the camera now. Flick, flick, flick. Mind of breath already. Are y'all out? Pose for the camera now. Flick, 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 flick. Pose for the camera now. Hey, they're doing old school dance and old school dance and old school dance. Doing old school, old school dance and old school dance and old school dance. Doing old school. Woo, stop. Now cool off, cool off. Hey, woo. Cool off, cool off. Drop. And cool off, cool off, hey, cool. This is for the church saints. Wind it back, girl. Wind it back, girl. Make it, make your head touch the floor. Wind it back, hey. Wind it back, girl. Wind it back, girl. Make your head touch the floor. Wind it back, hey. Drop to your knees, arch your back, girl. Shake, shake it like that alley cat church girl. Drop to your knees, arch your back, girl. Shake, shake it like we doing the whole thing. Hey, shake your dairy on and dairy on, mm, shake your dairy on in the house of dairy on, shake your dairy on and them dairy on, shake them dairy on, hey, do the scissor leg, touch your heel, touch your toe, do the scissor leg, touch your heel, touch your toe, do the scissor leg, touch your heel, touch your toe, do the scissor leg,
Um, but yeah, I was just singing, and I hope y'all feel good. And, and, and if you don't like it, fine. That's like I said on the last episode. It wasn't for you. But if you enjoyed that, we might add that section. Amen to the pod. Down to the something like church podcast. But welcome everybody situated. You got your coffee. You got your tea. You got, uh, I was about to say you got something to smoke on. But hopefully you're not doing that, right? I don't know. You got um, a snack. <laughs> I done asked the saints <laughs> if they got something to smoke on. <laughs> oh, it's just something like church. It really ain't it, but it's something like it. But come on in and get yourself situated however you want to enjoy the Something Like Church podcast, however you might want to listen in your easy chair at work, driving in your car, whether or not you are in the office, however you might be listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening again. I want you to get this name in your mind. It's Sonya Dion. It's the Something Like Church podcast, and you are welcome. Hey, welcome to our podcast, Something Like Church. Doors are open. Hey, come on in and listen. Something Like Church. You know, you got to put them consonants on the end. You got to enunciate and pronounce your words so that people might know what you are saying in the back of the room. So this is for my back row saints. It's something like church, church. It's something like church. That's for the back of the room saints, so that y'all can hear me enunciate all my vowels and and, and consonants, consonants. So we in here, y'all. We situated. You know, go ahead on, pull out your fan, get your chewing gum and your cough drops and. Uh, get your Bible app out. Um, we here and we get prepared um, and ready to listen to what's going to happen today. This is going to be a mini service today. Nothing, nothing really major in my spirit. We're going. If you're new to the podcast, then then this is not one of those podcasts that is uh, organized or written down. <laughs> like, <laughs> like we kind of know where we're going. We, we might not get there. It might not go the way I thought. It's 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 a storefront podcast that's led by the number two pencil. I don't know. We we just gonna go where it goes. You know I me. Mean? We number two pencil led over here. Um, I just have one thing that I want to talk about. Y'all know I love Evangelist Mary McCracken, cause. You got to love them way down on the inside. You know, every boy and every girl. E.B.I. Shondo. Let me play a little bit of that for y'all. So, <laughs> if you don't remember Mary McCracken or if you are unfamiliar, she is a saint and a jewel. Amen. Amongst the saints today. Hey, E.B.B.I. Shondo. Glory to God. Hey, but I thank God. Under BBBI shot. God, look on right now. In the name of Jesus, healing hands, touch and deliver. Healing hands, touch and make whole. Hallelujah. Ha. Under BBBI shot. Look on every man, every woman, every boy, and every girl. Hey, EBI Shondo. God, we came to praise you. We came to lift you up. We came to magnify, 
your holy name. Hey, it be be because truly the name of the Lord is a high tower. The righteous run in, and they are saved. Hey, it be be God is his broadcast air. Hey, it be Let a spirit of encouragement sweep over your people. This is Evangelist Mary L. McCracken, and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Broadcast. Hey, and I tell you, I tell you, I am fat up because I'm wrapped up and tangled up with the Lord. I am fat up because I'm on my way to heaven and I'm certainly enjoying the trip. Hey, he's real down on the inside. Truly, we have a special broadcast today. I brought up. Didn't y'all like that? Now you get that down in your spirit. Now we have a new saint who I think is going to um, actually be Mary McCracken adjacent. Mary McCracken adjacent. None other than the great, honorable, uh, now that I know from the state of Texas, evangelist C.B. Moore. Cynthia Moore. And, and here... If you don't know what happened with that, let's play a little bit about what happened there. Is when I say thank you, it's a solo, God's using me. Don't sing with me right now, Lord. Oh, thank, I'm singing alone now. You, ma'am, ma'am with that mask. Let that mask work for you. I'm singing alone. Lord, I'll be back. No, I'll call on you when I'm ready. Okay. Now, C.B. Moore comes back and, 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 and announces and introduces herself. So here she is. Well, this is kind of hard, but uh, all right. But anyway, um, I am the lady. I'm the lady that Pastor Kimberell said, let that mess work for you. Let that mask work for you. Now that is what she told me. Oh, what a day, but uh, I'll be all right. Yes, I will. I will be all right. And I want to say this again. I am the lady that Pastor Kimberell said, let that mask work for you. This is what Pastor Kimberell told me. Anyway, it was humiliating and embarrassing, but um, um, I'll be all right. I'm all right. And um, anyway, uh, I've been depressed about it. Uh, you know, all the week has been going on. I think about going on two weeks now. But I've been depressed, but I'm all right. And um, well, on that evening, all I wanted to do was uh, just give God a praise. And uh, I just wanted to... Uh, Tell God, thank you. You know what? He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. Can I get an amen? Amen. And all I want to do was just give God a praise. Just tell the Lord, thank you. That's all I want to do. But uh, no respect, Pastor uh, Camberell. No disrespect. But at that moment, at that moment, I just want to tell the Lord, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord for being good to me. Thank the Lord for everything that he woke me up this morning, started me on my way, closing my right mind. And I, I was just giving God praise. 
folks. I am the real lady that uh, Miss Chemical Rail, you know, she uh, uh, didn't feel good, but I, I'll be all right. Saying left that, and then didn't want me to praise God, but I am a praiser. Praise is who I am, and you know what? Praise is what I do. Praise God. But anyway, I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, uh, you pray for me, I pray for you, and uh, let God change things, amen. And I'm gonna tell everybody, have a blessed evening. And my, I, my name is Evangelist Missionary C. Bonds more, okay? All right. Now, I promise, when I heard Evangelist C.B. Moore, I immediately thought, she's Mary McCracken adjacent. And from now on, so so first, uh, uh, Mother Burrell <coughs> said, let this mask work for you. And Evangelist C.B. Uh, Moore said, I'm the one. Who, who she said, let this mask work for you. So I, 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 let this mask work for you is pretty funny, but I'm the one, she said, to let this mask work for you. And, what, okay. So I'm not going to be like, let this mask work for you. I'm on Team CB more, so I'm going to be saying, I'm the one, she said, let this mask work for you. Everybody this team... Evangelist C.B. Moore want to lend her your support. Um, I'm the one, she said, let this mask work for you. So, and I immediately, in my mind, I was like, baby, here goes Sister uh, Mary McCracken's, uh, 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 <laughs> Sister McC Mary McCracken's uh, friend in the spirit. It's like if they were, be it's, it's like if they knew one another, they would be best friends. It's like they would be prayer partners. It's like they would go up into the upper room together with they, uh, you know, they got on their flats, they got on their, uh, they got on their, uh, they slides, they got on their, uh, they got on their, uh, slippers, they got on their bedroom shoes and their house robes and their hair tied up and they going in their prayer room together the same way, girl, holding picture frames and pictures of loved ones. And see, I don't know nothing about that going into the upper room like that. Y'all don't know nothing about holding nobody picture in the, in, in the picture frame and going up in prayer. See, that, that, them the kind of saints that I, see, that, that they give me that older, uh, authentic, I dare say country, but I don't want to, because people think that people from North Carolina, where, where I'm from, are country, and I would like for you to know I am not country, I'm Southern. Now, there are some country spots and, and places in North Carolina, but I do not live in one of those. I am from a city that is in the South. I am not country. Mind you, there are country places in the Midwest. There are country places in the North. I am Southern. Hear me. I'm not country. So, um, but, you know, I am related to country folk, and I do know how to be country. And I am country adjacent, so I will take that. But, so, it's it's fine. But, um, I wouldn't raise no one in no fields and dirt roads and such. Okay, so, um... Mind you, they give me that anointing, that pull them down anointing. They're going to pull them down. They're going to tear anointing. They give me that, that, that very much, here again, authentic.
authentic. I ain't studying you anointing. Which is why she didn't wasn't paying attention to Kim Burrell because she was really in the spirit. See, Kim Burrell said, I'm doing a solo. So she was wanting to be heard. But 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 CB Moore came for a different. See, I don't know what you come to do. I wish I had an organ right here. That, that wasn't organ, was it? I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. Kimberell said, I don't know what you came to do, ma'am, but you need to let that mask work and listen to me. <laughs> but evangelist C.B. Moore said, I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. Y'all know that. For all that he's done for me, I give him the highest praise. I forgot the words, it's so old. I don't know, I don't know what you come to do. I come to praise the Lord, the Lord. Yeah, and that's when you had that good tamarind. And so, um... That's what Mary McCracken was on. Mary McCracken, I mean, not Mary McCracken. See, they sisters in the spirit. That's what Evangelist C.B. Moore was on. She said, I don't know what you come to do, but I come to praise the Lord. And Kim said, I don't know what you come to do, but I come to sing my song. <laughs> and I don't care if you want to praise him. I come to be heard. Don't be in the spirit today. Come and listen to me. I'm doing a solo. I'm doing a solo. I'm going to give you a chance. She wasn't worried about nobody praising God, honey. She didn't care nothing about that. She was worried about being heard. Now, to me, that's that. that it, you are a world-renowned. Hear me. A world renowned listen world renowned vocalist and a world renowned vocalist in more than one genre not just in gospel but in jazz come on in 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 sec in r&b like people know you kim burrell pastor um uh, lady um uh, uh the great um, here again, world, but now to be able to sing. So it all, it's all you had to do was one of your fantastical runs and just move people out of what you were. If you were soloing, then solo. But you were not soloing. You were just giving a general congregational rendition of thank you, Lord. If I started singing it like that, thank you, Lord, everybody's going to come in. And y'all forgive me because I really got a cold. Thank you, Lord. Very nasally. I just want to thank you, Lord. If I'm coming in like that, then it's been so good. You know, I'm coming in like that. That's a congregational. And then you are inviting the congregation when you sing a congregational song in the way that it goes. Then you are inviting the congregation to sing with you. Ma'am, world-renowned uh, master of, of the runs. Come on, somebody. Then you... um should have just started off in a way that let people know you were soloing. You shouldn't start it out. Can you say thank? You said, can you say, I did I hear that? I don't know. It just, I want to say thanks, something like that. 
you Lord. All you had to do was 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 singing like Kim Burrell, and everybody else would have dropped out to listen, right? If you were soloing, ma'am, I just feel like solo, solo. But you didn't. You sang a congregational song, and it was an invitation. When you're dealing with people from the south. Um, when you're dealing with old folk, old Kojic, old sanctified folk, and anybody that starts singing "Thank You, Lord," they automatic, they automatically hands gonna go up and just start singing with you. But had you not treated it as a congregational hymn, as a congregational anthem, you wouldn't have had to have addressed her. So I don't know if you really wanted to say "Thank You, Lord" or not. Or if that was just a song that just was like easy to come. Like, see, here again, this is why I don't want to get into why are you singing this song? Did the Lord prompt you to sing this song? Or are you just singing it because you want to? Because the Lord can be in any of that, right? He can put his hand on any of that. But if you are singing a congregational song, start it off. Start it off. Start it off like Kim Burrell. Don't start it off like a congregational song. So I'm on team. I'm the one. She said, let this mask work for you. I'm the one. She said, let this mask work for you. I'm the one. She said, let this mask work for you. I thought we were on a loop. I didn't know that, because when I first saw this, I, I saw it on Larry Reed's channel, and I thought he had looped it, but no, she the one that said, let this mask work for you, um, and so immediately, I was like, Mary McCracken got a friend, <laughs> C.B. Moore is a friend. together and she got the oil Mary I mean uh CB Moore got the when she started praying see that's why when you don't even be knowing why these older mothers church mothers not really articulate in the way that that we might be not really having the education and or knowing how to put words together and or the book learning but when they start to speak, as soon as she went up in prayer, it was this, it was a simple prayer, but she was already in the throne. As soon as she ate, as soon as she opened up her mouth, I felt it. Y'all don't understand. And that kind of that that's that's the separation. I don't care if you got an education. I don't care about your degrees. How smart you are and how you went to school. You went to school up, went to school up, and some of these people with their doctorate degrees, and I'm like, baby, was this a 10-page paper, or was, what kind of dissertation is this? I don't understand. So, anyway, um, let me not talk about folk. Um, but, yeah, so all of that, an illusion of learning, not really having it. <laughs> But an appearance of it to make you appear to be more educated so that people would want to listen to you. Um, all of that is another thing. But um, 
C.B. Moore, bless her heart, is someone who um, really loved the Lord. And you can hear it in her conversation with Larry Reed. You can hear it from her prayer that he asked her to pray at the end. And, and I know why you asked her to pray in the end. I mean, you, I, I understood that because we needed to hear. We need to, you know, when you, when you ask people to pray, you can hear their relationship with God. And you can hear um, their intimacy with the Father and their connection with them. And I was so thankful that he had that he allowed her to do that um, because it was a very sincere and authentic moment between her and the Lord. Um, and so I am the one. She said, "Let this mask work for you." I am the one. So enough on that. Um, <laughs> I almost want to play thank you, Lord. I just want to, I just want to thank you, Lord. Thank yeah. Thank you, Lord. Just want to thank you, you, Lord. I want to say it one more time. You've been so, you've been so good. You've been so, so good. Lord, you've been so, so good. I just want to thank you, you Okay, now one more thing about Kim Burrell, and then we're gonna leave. No, it's not Kim Burrell, my bad, my bad. It's uh it's it's the world renowned. We'll leave the stage after she preach and go get in her car and go turn off her stove. Y'all remember when Manita Biden was preaching and she just dropped the mic and got in her truck and left on at that tent revival. I will never forget that. It is the world renowned will hop up in her Jeep. World renowned, no more sheets. Listen, world renowned, lay the panties on the bed. Juanita Biden. So, here's what she had to say. Brothers, we wearing our pants too tight. Them, them, them little bitty suits is worrying me. Them ones that hot waters is cut all up in here too. So we can count how many you got down there. Something is wrong. Little jackets that's too little look like you just put on little Ray Ray's clothes or something and came to church. I'm not hearing y'all talk to me. To the point even your little dance scare me. The way you shout scare me. Your knees too close to be a man. Oh, I'm not getting nobody to talk to me right now. Maybe I got to look down here on the monitor because... 
Let me get, get this tipping when you shout. Open up your legs and shout like a man. Now, here is my thing about that. Ma'am, what if, okay, first of all, let's talk about the tight suits. They're not supposed to be tight. They're supposed to be tailored. I want you to look at somebody next to you and say, not tight, but tailored. I want you to touch yourself and say, not tight, but tailored. Teach your male friends this, not tight, but tailored, right? And so what has happened is people have gone on to get these suits that were not cut for them. But it's not the suit and it's not the style of the suit. It's that people are wearing ill-fitted suits trying to fit into the style, but by not being able to get things tailored, there are they are now tight. Because those types of suits I see being worn quite often and 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 and, and it is a good fit, right? And it looked good. And I'd be like, well hey, you know, even though they might not be checking for them, look, they might not be checking for me. But um I, I'm like, oh okay, what's up? Because the suit is tailored. Or the suit is, has been, it, it, it is a the proper fit. It isn't a suit that somebody just was like, let me pour, pour me out. It isn't a suit that somebody was like, let me pour, let me pour, let me pour myself into this. Pour me out. Come on, Naomi. It isn't one of them suits that they was like, Lord, let me just get up in here and look like the Michelin man. Or like, uh, let me stuff myself up in here like I'm in some, um, like a, like a, like a, a y'all know how the biscuit can go. And you just don't know and you're very scared. When you're a child and you have to open up that can of biscuits and, and you, you, you unravel it very slowly because it's going to go and it's scary. And so a lot of the men in these suits are just uh, looking like a can of biscuits that's about to go, you know, and it's, and, it, and it's just like you scared for them because it's like they sit the wrong way or they stretch out the wrong way or, or something happened. And so I don't think Juanita Bynum, I don't want to call her by her first name because I don't know her and that's disrespectful. So evangelist, uh, prophetess, pastor, apostle, uh, missionary, uh, great hope of Zion, Bynum. I don't think that they intending on their suit to be tight and fitted necessarily to grab the attention of other men or in unnecessary for them to be tight because whatever you were um, alluding to, maybe that they might be sissy, which is a whole nother thing. I don't even like using that word, but effeminate. I, I mean, it's just like, what does she call them? Tipping? All of the things, the negative, the negatives that she was alluding to, that she was saying about men in these suits, I don't think are necessarily true of all the men in the suits. I just think they have on, uh, that they want to look but instead of getting a look that is tailored, they get a look that is tight.
So I, I think it was terribly disrespectful. I don't know why we have to get up in the pulpit. See what I'm doing right here? I have a uh, I have a podcast. And so I'm able to come on here and have some commentary and discussion and entertain people in this way um, from the comfort of my home studio. It's a storefront studio, but it's a home studio. You know, we ain't got the bells and whistles and teams. But I'm coming to you from the comfort of my own place, right? And having this conversation with you. But when I get up in the pulpit, I ain't having that conversation. We getting ready to EBR Shondo. We coming in on the word. Why do we have to throw rocks from the pulpit when the word is supposed to be sharper than any two-edged sword? Why is it necessary to build commentary? See, this is why I don't understand what all of these pastors are doing when we have a place that you can go offline and have your comments commentary and discussion on your social media platform or with your girlfriends or, 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 or your, your circle of friends in your private chat. That's not a pulpit conversation because what happens is what if somebody is in the congregation and they have on one of those suits? Then what? And I told y'all I came up in the apostolic way and I done seen people get set down. Get set down after they preach and be like, don't get back up until you get anointed. See, that's the kind of carrying on they do <laughs> in the apostolic church. But let us come in a but we, we need to come from a place where, where we are allowing the word to correct us. It is sharp. I promise you it'll cut you asunder. I promise you it'll cut you. I, I don't need you to throw a rock at me. I need you to throw the word at me. And so I get offended at that. I can remember, and I think I might have mentioned this before. I love the Friend Zone. It's one of my favorite podcasts. And I can remember maybe a couple of years ago, it um, Dustin Ross, who is a host on the Friend Zone, was talking about an experience he had at Marvin's Winans perfected praise church or whatever when he got up and started talking about homosexuality and people wearing locks in their hair and dressing this way and that way and so um Dustin said he and his friend just immediately got up and 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 and, and then he mentioned that Marvin's um Winans was like that's right go head on and leave what why because is church supposed to be for everybody? And, and when he told me, like he was telling it to me, because I feel like I'm part of the friend zone, so I felt like he was talking to me. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, so when he had told me that, like I'm the fourth member of the group, like when he had told me that, I was like so embarrassed for Marvin Winans. And so embarrassed for the church members. I wasn't embarrassed for Dustin and his friend because they did the right thing. I would have left too. And I would not have politely left. So I don't know if it was a polite tip, but I would have shuffled some clothes, zipped up my Bible. You know, I would have zipped up my Bible real loud and uh, and ruffled and be like, excuse, I would have disrupted. See, that's why. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. Bookmark whatever else I was talking about. When people be like, you speak in tongues, but you can't speak to me. 
Yes. Tell God, thank you that Sonia can speak in tongues but don't speak to you because I promise you, sometimes you do not want me to say nothing. I promise on God, you would be rather, you would rather me just be quiet. I promise on God. I promise, I promise, you know, I promise, hand up, hand up, right? You would rather me speak in tongues and not speak to you because it's because I'm speaking in tongues that I'm not speaking to you. Because the level of petty that I might be able to operate in sometimes, because God ain't through with me yet. I would have been like, excuse me, I would have made a big fuss coming out the pew. I would have been like, listen, it would not have been a polite tip. Mm. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? So yes, I do speak in tongues and sometimes I do not speak to you. And you might want to thank God that the tongues kept my mouth shut. Amen. Amen. Because sometimes you might not want to hear what I got to say. Amen. Amen. And sometimes I, I could be speaking to people and just being, being my petty. I'm being petty speaking to you. Because I might, you know I don't like you, but I'm all up in your face saying, hey girl. Girl, that is so petty. Just let me walk on. Just let me walk on. Instead of being a, an accuser of the brethren. And an appearance of, of being nice and friendly. Just let me speak in tongues and not let me speak to you. Okay? I can do that at the same time. And sometimes the tongues is keeping my mouth shut. Whew, the power of, of speaking in tongues, child. But yeah, I would have disrupted that whole joint. I would have been like, excuse me, I can't get out. I would. It would have been an issue. I'd be like, can you, uh, can you, especially if I was sitting in the middle of the road, I would have just been trying to figure out. I would have dropped something, picked it up. Y'all just don't understand. Help me up in this place today, God. See how God not through with me. See how it's not really church, but it's something like it. Whew, Jesus. Now, there are times when... Oh God, there are times when I know how to be quiet and I thank God for, for elevating me. Yes, you want me to not speak to you. You want me to speak in tongues and not speak to you. You want that. That's what you want because then you're saying, oh, Sonia has grown. She has really, really, really grown in the spirit. Yeah, that's what you want. That's what you want. I promise. And people don't realize I do got time today. I got time today. I got time. Hey. I will pull up. Don't, don't, please, please, please. Yes, I do got time today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People don't, people don't know that. Yes, will, will. And guess what? The church knows that. My church knows that. I've had to call my father, apostle, and say, listen, pray for me because I do not want to go to jail. Yeah, I've had to have those prayers sent up from glory. Yeah, people people often know where you stand, what your problem is, and what your issue is. <laughs> and my issue, quite frankly, is I I I I I I I I I may or may not have a filter, right? I may or may not have one. So yeah, I do speak in tongues, and I may not speak to you. And tell God thank you about that, cause yeah, I got time today, I got time. But anyway, so that that embarrassed me, right? When I heard Dustin Ross mention his experience at 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 a perfecting church, perfecting praise, perfecting church at Marvin Winans Church in Detroit. 
Because isn't the purpose of your sermon to issue a blanket of love? Your, your, there should be a blanket of love. There should be an envelope of love. There, uh, it should be uh, love should wrap its arms around the saints, right? When they come in, they should feel, when, when someone comes into your church, they should feel the presence of love and peace. So when that word come across and it's and, 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 and it cuts, so deep in it and it strikes so deep, then they still feel the presence of the love of God that lets them know that it is the word correcting them and it is the rod that is um, directing them back into the fold rather than you throwing rocks and kicking them out. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. If you ain't got nothing else to say, just don't say nothing. I just don't understand why you wouldn't go to your church platform, your social media platform, and talk about that. Because she has done such in the past. She has done such in the past. I have a similar issue about women and their bras, right? Because Oprah said, and this was years ago, I might have been a teenager when I learned this from Oprah, that your breast should, should rest between your shoulder and your elbow. If your, my mama don't like the word titties. If your titties don't sit in between your shoulder and your elbow, then there's a problem. Your titties need to rest between your shoulders and your elbows. And somebody was telling me, well, Lane Bryant got a, got a sale on bras. And that may be good for a Lane Bryant bra. But every plus size women, woman or every woman, every plus size woman don't have big titties. And every small woman don't have small... You got to go somewhere where you can get you a good bra. And I think Lane Bryan is doing a better job. But back in the day, you couldn't get no good bra from Lane Bryan. You just could not get no good bra from Lane Bryan. You couldn't get no good plus-size bra. Now, I don't mind saying that my daughter is getting ready to be 16. And I am at my... <laughs> I told her, I said, this is what I look like after I had you. Because I done gained a straight 40, 50 pounds. But listen, still cute. We running on in Jesus' name. Yeah, she still stopped traffic. And we gonna run on in Jesus' name. Amen. But um, after she was born, I was like, I am not gonna be, I'm not shopping in this store anymore. But here I am. I have found my way back up over in here. Anyway, um, and for those of us who are on the larger frame, just y'all, just, we beautiful. Just don't even worry about it, girl. Just gonna be cute, honey. Um, but at any rate, every plus size person does not have, um, doesn't have large breasts. And even when I'm small, my breasts ain't going nowhere. You got to invest anyway. So I don't say all this conversation that I'm having with you right now about breasts and sitting in between your shoulder and your elbow and investing in you. If you are a D, a C cup, I'm not even going to go D, if you a C cup, you should not be spending $20 on a bra unless it's on clearance. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And all these women, I'm, I'm sorry. Your bra should be $60, $65, $70, $80. You should be investing in a... that People be like, oh, girl, your bra, you just be sitting up. I sure do. I sure do. You don't want to see them on my navel. You don't want to see them on my navel. You be and then okay. So anyway, I digress. But see that conversation. That's not a pulpit conversation. See how uneasy that got. 
See how uneasy that got? And see how uh, we done came out the spirit. I would have been so embarrassed had I been sitting in my untailored tight suit. And then she got to talking about how they tipping. They got the tip. Yes, they got the tip when they shout because they ain't a can of biscuits. <laughs> they wearing a can of biscuits. They stuffed in about to go. Yes, they tipping. But she was alluding to their sexuality. And it may or may not be so. And so what? Stop throwing a rock at me and sling that word. That's what needs to happen. That's what needs to happen. So I just want to encourage people who have a who have a pulpit to please allow yourself. Uh, a, a moment to really think about what, what you need to say. Do we need to be talking about, and I talked about this on one of my Facebook lives, do we really need to be talking about Lil Nas X from the pulpit? I, I think I saw a preacher preach a whole sermon on that. And I'm like, God ain't said nothing to you about walking in the spirit. God ain't said nothing to you about how I might be able to dream a dream. God ain't showed you nothing about what I might need to do to pray and how can I develop my prayer language and my prayer life. God ain't showed you nothing about what I might be able to do to walk closer and draw nigh. What does it mean then if I, God ain't showed you nothing like that, but he did give you a word about Lil Nas X? I don't understand. I don't understand. And then trying to tell Lil Nas X that 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 he may sleep, that those among you have do, do this, and you do this in remembrance of me, and if you don't do this, then you... He not talking about Lil Nas X. He talking about the saints. <laughs> Clearly, Lil Nas X is not a saint. You trying to make him be a saint. He not. He acting the same way you act when you put on your... Uh, Easter production. We about to come up on Easter. Do not talk to me about none of Lil Nas X did. If you're going to have Jesus on the cross and if you're going to have baby Mary, uh, baby Jesus in Mary's arms uh, 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 on Christmas, if you're going to have people throwing palms down on Palm Sunday and people acting like they Jesus riding on a donkey, don't talk to me about Lil Nas X. It's acting. Whew. But I mean, you had delivered a whole sermon about that. That's a social media. That is a platform. It's that, that's for you to go on your platform. Why are you talking to him, to me about him? I, I don't need to know about him. I don't need your commentary. I don't come to church for commentary. That's social media. I come to church for the word. I don't want to hear what you have to say about the Clark sisters and Twinkie Clark and church girl from the pulpit. You ain't got nothing else to say. I just don't want to hear that. I don't know. And people, I guess people like it. I mean, apparently people enjoy that type of thing. But I just don't understand why we can't move commentary to a space where we have a platform for commentary. Move that on over there. And, 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 and most certainly <clears throat> you can allude to something. And you can speak to something for a minute or two or make mention of something because something we need to do that because that helps to shape what we are saying. If we then can, can think critically 
and we when we start using Bloom's taxonomy and that's the a, a, a hierarchy of the thinking process and we start looking at knowledge and we go all the way up to critical thinking we do need to synthesize ideas and bring ideas together and allude to certain things in order to make things make sense so people can comprehend what you are saying but I dare not speak on Lil Nas X for over 10 minutes why in other words, I don't want to hear little Nas X about communion, but can you teach me about the blood? What 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 is the blood? How how does the blood work? What does it mean to plead the blood? And a lot of people talking about it ain't no bleeding the blood ain't in the Bible. Pleading the blood ain't in the Bible. Yet I, let me tell you something about these old saints, because they got the Holy Ghost. When you plead the blood, the blood that was shed, was it not? Did it not? Does it not cry out? I am saying, when I plead the blood, what I'm saying is, remember your blood, Jesus. Remember your blood. Oh, this blood that was shed, shed for the remission of my sins. This blood that was shed. This blood, this blood, this blood, this blood. I'm remembering it. I oh, mean, can we get some good? I, I told I, like like you like 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 you like you standing on a like you standing in a court and like you standing in front of a judge and how do you plead the blood? I've been preaching on that for about five or six years about I'm how what it means to plead the blood and how how what does that look like? It means I'm I'm calling on that the one that was the one that was the blood that was shed for the remission of my sins that blood that blood that covers me that blood that i have been washed in i plead that not me god there's an old song that says when you look at me you see not what i used to be but you see jesus i'm pleading on the blood cuz i want to be hid in it i'm calling on that i'm not i ain't got nothing else to say but the blood Whew. well i mean i done went somewhere else but talk to me about that Give me a good sermon about what does the bread mean. Talk to me about the body. What is communion? Teach me a good teaching on that instead of talking about little Nas X for 15 minutes. I just don't understand. But, but, but because there is no real spiritual understanding, no real spiritual uh, 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 revelation, and no real spiritual, we got to look on the outside to see what we might have to speak about on Sunday. We can't search the spirit for ourselves. We don't know how to navigate the realm. Then we come up in here talking about what happened on the outside because that's good to the ear. But we need to be able to hear him in a still small voice and listen to what he is saying. And a lot of a lot of a lot of y'all preachers that y'all love to listen to don't know how to do that. They don't know how to search the spirit, but they do know how to search the internet for a sermon. But do not know how to search the spirit. But y'all like that, that's fine. Y'all go there, that's the church y'all want to hear. Y'all want to hear that kind of thing. People enjoy that. I don't know. I just I just want to be found in him. I want to be in a place where I can hear him, where I can learn about him, where, where nothing else matters but him. That, that, that's where I want to be. So, And I want to be in a place where nobody is going to be made to feel uncomfortable. And when I, when I was trained in the prophetic and I was trained, we, we, we were trained to be able to talk without talking. 
to be able to word our words without embarrassing people, to be able to say what we see where we can communicate that with the person where everybody else doesn't really necessarily know what we're talking about, right? So if I'm sitting up here looking at you being molested when you're seven, I'm not going to just be like, girl, I see your uncle tipping in your bed when you're seven years old. I'm not going to come out like that, right? Right? I'm going to come at it from a different way. I see you at seven dealing with some personal issues and some traumas. All right? 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 They know what I'm talking about. You, you, you might know what I'm talking about, but they definitely do. Right? And see, at age three, at age two, at, at when you were 15, I see you here, there. Not, girl, you was blind. See, some of y'all will never be able to really get the gift because you don't know how to articulate the gift. <clears throat> and I'm talking, if you're a prophet, you just, you're just a prophet. Some of y'all desire the gift of it, but you, but, 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 but you may want but because you don't know how to articulate it, God won't let you walk into it fully because all you want to do is embarrass somebody. I don't understand that. No. Bringing somebody up to the altar, praying they gay away. I just, all that kind of nonsense. I had somebody, me and my mama was in church, maybe it got to be about 20 years ago. And, and somebody was like, this Harry Potter spirit is out here. We getting ready to break the Harry Potter spirit. I'm like, there's a Harry Potter spirit? Me and my mama looked at each other, and they was like, if you have seen the movie, you need to get up to the altar now. You need to get up to the altar now. I looked at my mama. I was like, mama, you going to the altar? Mama was like, I ain't going to the altar. She said, you going to the altar? I was like, I don't have a Harry Potter spirit. I just enjoyed the movie with some popcorn and a Coca-Cola and some milk duds. But I, I don't think I got the Harry Potter spirit. Just kind of nonsense like that. Just not knowing. Just just, just thinking you know but don't know. All that kind of carrying on. Can we quit that please? Whew. Well, I done did more than I thought that I was going to do. I done did more than I thought I was going to do. We ain't praise today. We ain't do a praise break today. This wasn't that kind of service. The Lord didn't move in that kind of way. The Lord didn't move in that kind of way. But let's just encourage each other, right, in this last and evil day to let the word work and stop throwing stones. Let the word cut. Stop embarrassing people from the pulpit. That's not what we are here to do. It's stupid. It's weird. It's 2024. It's played out. Don't do that no more. Don't do that no more. I don't want to hear nothing. Now, now I don't want to. Now, if I got an issue, I don't want to come hear you because you're going to embarrass me. You're not going to love on me. You're not going to help me. You're going to embarrass me. So I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. So now you only get an audience of people who like to hear you talk kind of nonsense. You don't get an audience of people who want to be healed. You get an audience of people who want to hear you judge folk. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. All right, here, here. All right, next week we might have um, women's women's outreach. I feel like we're going to do a women's outreach on next week. So, um, y'all come on in. Um, and uh, happy Valentine if you got one. Him. All right. This is just a rehearsal. I ain't having y'all. I'm going <laughs>
your own seat. When we get to heaven, y'all, I'm gonna really sing. Ow! <laughs> Lord, I done talked that whole hour.